This, 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 this is mythical. This is Dispatches from Myrtle Beach with Charles Neal and my son Link from Good Mythical Morning. How you doing, son? I'm doing pretty good, Dad. How are you doing? Oh, doing great. Yeah. I always look forward to getting another dispatch from you. Yes, Tom. Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to be swinging right on into another one. Give me a dispatch. What, what's, what's new in your neck of the woods? Well, um, a couple of episodes, you asked me, we, we got to talking about Big Johnson t-shirts. <laughs> yeah, we did. We did. Did you run into Big Johnson? No, we, but Nancy and I went down to uh, Myrtle Beach and went looking for Big Johnson t-shirts. Oh, you did it? And You took a field trip? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And did you take some pictures? Oh, yeah. Took some pictures. Yeah. So wh- I think- uh, What was the adventure like? Tell Tell me about it. Well, the first thing, Nat, we, we went down to the Bowery where uh, Alabama was the house band all them years ago before they got famous. So that's just a club, right? Like a just a normal music club? Well, and but it's got a restaurant in it too. So we, we went in there and uh, got a hamburger and I got a bologna sandwich. <laughs> and You go order the bologna sandwich so, from a restaurant. You're the only person I know that'll do that. But you've also told me that they serve them around there. So maybe is it a, it's oh, just yeah, a Myrtle Beach thing? A lot of, hey, hey, and I'm I'm talking about this. This thing had a piece of bologna about that thick, about an inch thick, and they and they uh, fry it on top of the stove, and then they deep fry it just to put a crust on the top of it. Hey, man, it was it was it was good. It was good. If you make one but, at home, uh, that's not how you do it. So that's an upgrade. That's right. Yeah, I just fry it in the pan at home when I make one once in a while. But but we uh after we went in there, we went into a shop next door and it had all kind of t shirts in it. And I asked the guy in there, I said, Do you do y'all have any more uh big Johnson t shirts? And he says, Man, where did you come from? <laughs> <laughs> the past. He said, <laughs> That's what he said. My, I remember them shirts when my daddy used to bring me to Myrtle Beach down here. He said they they went out with the wind about in the nineties. That was about the last time. He said they don't make them t shirts anymore. They went out of business. I said, well, but they had a that gift shop that's on there. That's that's uh, where we went in and talked to the guy in there and. Uh, he was real nice and let us take a picture, and then we went to the gay dolphin. The what? Did you see that picture? The gay dolphin. The gay dolphin. It's, it's been in Myrtle Beach for fifty-six years. Wow! And, it, hey, and man, it's always been gay. Well, it's just a gay dolphin. I don't know. Yes, yeah, always been the gay dolphin. Yeah, that's right. That's, it's, that would be correct. It's, it's not a choice. It's not a choice. It's just something that you find out. That yeah. Oh. I am a gay dolphin. I always have been. But the the 
this that store fit that hey listen nancy said if this place ain't got it you don't need it i know hey it had about four uh four different stories to it where you could walk up and down up and down steps and it was the whole block long did you find any big johnsons in the gay dolphin no, and they didn't have them either. You, they, they, they were the same thing. Said the t-shirt place said we ain't seen them things in twenty or for twenty-five years. <laughs> so, See, I think that it's it's about to come back. You know, we're contributing to the groundswell of people wanting the Big Johnson t-shirts to come back. Maybe we need to create a Big Charles t-shirt. Hey, boy, that sounds like a good idea. (laughs) Anything, we might make a little money off of it. That'd be a good thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But a Charles is not the same thing as a Johnson. So I don't know if that quite works, but maybe. I don't know. Maybe we could do a collab with the Gay Dolphin. Oh, yeah. Gay Dolphin is a cool shirt to get. You should should get a shirt that says Gay Dolphin on it. Do they sell those? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they had some nice-looking shirts in there that said oh. that, and T-shirts and long-sleeve T-shirts and jackets and everything. They were they were nice. Yeah. Do do they lean into the gayness of the of the dolphins? Like, are there any gay dolphin shirts where it's like, I don't know, they're playing the like gay tropes? No, I I don't think so. I think you know when. Fifty six years ago, they want they want a whole lot of stuff said about you know the word gay meant a different thing than it does now. Yeah. You know, with people, it just meant meant that you <clears throat> were going in and you were gay and happy and uh, going buy a t shirt or buy something in this store. So, so it was a happy dolphin, and now it's a it's a guy dolphin that. Um, is attracted to other guy dolphins. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, yeah. they're changing. They're changing with the times. It's time for another edition of Myrtle Beach Mailbag. I got several emails that we're going. Let's see. It says, "What does a nog, nala, nah, I can't even pronounce this. Too much Southern in this. Let's what? See. What does a nog?" Pronounce this word for me, Logan. Nostalgic. Oh. Nostalgic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. What does a nostalgic proctologist do? These, are some, these words have a lot of syllables, Dad. I'm telling What you. does a nostalgic proctologist do? Yeah. What do they do? Well, you know a proctologist is in the, you know, you know they work at the exit. Yep. And then yeah. so uh nostalgic. So they like to look back. Looking back at things on the backside. I bet the word back has something to do with it, doesn't it? Well, you can't you about about halfway in between, you're doing pretty good there. Yeah. Every time he looks back. Oh, I don't know. What is it? What does a nostalgic proctologist do? They look up old friends. They look up old friends. Look, yeah. they look, look up, up inside. Old friends. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, just like you know, you you might look up old friends sometimes. They just look up old friends, like up their 
wrecked them. Yeah. I've never done that I'll with be- an old friend, Dad. Haven't seen you in well, a long time. Why don't you bend over? <laughs> Let me see how you've changed. <laughs> Look up, old friends. All right. Okay. Okay, I got another one from Alyssa Rozak. What do you call pickled bread? Pickled bread, is this even a thing? You can pickle a lot of things. I, you know, that that's probably a good question. I don't know if you can pickle bread or not, but Elisa sent one in and said you could pickle bread and had an answer to it. Pickled bread, pickled bread. So you got a brine, you've got loaf, uh, yeast. Yep. Up, yeast. Well, yeast and, and then pickle, where you mix stuff up. Dill, 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 dill. Come on, come on. You're getting close. I'm hey. getting close with dill and yeast. What do you call pickled bread? Dill, dill toast, dill. No, I don't have it. Dill dough. <laughs> Oh, it's called a deal dough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> uh, I've always wondered what that is. It's pickled bread. Okay. What's the last thing you pickled, Dad? I know you're prone to pickle some stuff, right? You'll you'll pickle a cucumber, won't you? Oh yeah. Well, your nana will pickle some cucumbers to make. Yep. Pickles out of them, and then mm-hmm. just give them to us. I so you don't you I don't really pickle it yourself. I don't. I don't mess with. I let somebody. Hey, it's too easy to buy a jar in the store and do all that work to do pickles. That's true. <laughs> what about <laughs> like pickled okra? Christy loves pickled okra. Pickled. I mean, there's so many things you can pickle now. Pickled. Well, carrots. I had some good pickled okra yesterday where we had. People over to the house and uh, Zelda and Banjo give us some pickled okra from 2020. And man, you talking about some good pickled okra. Man, Zelda good. and Banjo gave you some pickled okra. Yeah, they they raise garden stuff and uh, pick cucumbers and put some up about every, every year or every couple of years. And they always give me about 10 jars. What is their story with names like that? But are these God-given names, parent-given names, or self-given yes, names? No, this, Banjo's name, that's his, he, he was, that's what he was named when he was born, and Zelda's name, that's what her name was when she was born. So Banjo is not a nickname? Nope, not his. Uh-uh. What's, do you know his other name, first or middle? Hmm... I, no, I don't. And you know, I ain't never asked him that. And we worked together 17 years. <laughs> he worked for me. That's right. Yeah. I I knew his name rang a bell. I mean, I haven't met any other guys named Banjo. What? What? Why did his parents name him that? Do you know? I he he was born around the time that, uh, and his last name is Matthews, and uh, there was a guy named Banjo that drove a race car, and that's what they, they named him after oh. him. They named him Banjo after a race car driver, so it didn't have anything to do with musicianship. 
No, he'll he'll flat tell you he can't play no musical instrument. Of course, hey, when you're big as banjo, you just leave him alone. If he don't want to play nothing, he don't play nothing. Oh, don't mess with banjo. You don't mess with banjo. But he'll he'll bring you some pickled okra. Oh, yeah. And some other stuff. Hey, tomatoes from the garden, all kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, no thank you. He's been doing it so long that some people know about it. They... They call and place orders with him. Say, I, I want two bushels of peas. He said, I'll, ha- I'll have you some next week. He'll call and tell them, come get them. It's good to have and, friends in the right places. Uh, that's right. Because, you know, I, I, we uh, here on the, the East Coast, us Southern people, we like to eat good. So we I like them do. good old vegetables. Yeah. I like a pickled uh, onion. Pickled onions, that's my favorite thing. If there's a pickled onion on some sort of sandwich, I can't resist that. I don't know. That's that's I'm on that. You like pickled onions? Yeah, I had some uh, off somewhere about a week or somebody had in a jar that was pickled. Boy, they See? were good too. See, there you go. Everybody's carrying around jars over there around Myrtle Beach. Just trying to give away jars of stuff they've pickled. Yeah, that's right. Well, I got another email from Rachel Lavoya. Okay. Says, <clears throat> and she's act, she's asking for advice. She says, I live in Portland, Oregon. My fiance and I just bought a house last year, <clears throat> and we are slowly but surely turning it from a house to our home. One thing that we hate about this house is the ceiling paint. It has this texture that doesn't really suit our aesthetics. My question is, how do I go about painting the ceilings white? Do I need to scrape the old paint texture first? Boy, they're about to get you going, Dad. It seems like they're talking about the popcorn again. Now, don't get upset. No, this ain't popcorn. They sent a picture of it, and this is the... Uh, texture that they put the mud up and they scrape it. It's more spider webby. If they don't want to just paint that link, they can do that just like you do popcorn and may not be too hard to get off, <coughs> but you have to spray it and wet it and scrape it off with a putty knife. Then you got to fix all the sheetrock and mud it and fix it. So Mm-mm. it's a lot of work, Rachel, but. You can get them ceilings back slick and work on them for about two weeks and then paint them twice. But, uh, you know, it, it's just according to <clears throat> if it's the color of them that you don't like, maybe that's what it is. You could just paint them a nice white ceiling paint color where they would just be white instead of they, they look a little gray tinted to me <clears throat> mm. in the picture. But. That's about the only two things you can do, Rachel, is either scrape it all off and paint them with sealing white or uh, just paint. You can paint over them. It's not hard. You have to <clears throat> use like a three-quarter inch nap to paint over them. It, it'll put the paint in all them little crevices up there. So Three-quarter inch nap. That's the only thing you need to remember because even, even though Dad says that you can do it, Everything he said about doing it is something that I hope you're concluding that you don't want to do. <laughs> Rachel, no. 
to get that three quarter inch nap and just roll to white and just forget about it. You don't look up there at that ceiling ever again. Don't don't even look up at it because you are not <laughs> gonna scrape it. You are not gonna scrape it. Like Dad said, you could do it, but I didn't hear he him say you should do it. Did you? Mm. I you if you want to do that, you might ought to hire somebody that does that for a living like I have for about forty years that that knows what they're doing and that's right. <clears throat> fix it back like it ought to be. But don't do it, Rachel. Just don't live do it with yourself. it. Just live with it. You know, I'm to the point where I don't do anything for myself. I'm spoiled, but I'm also I wised up. Cause every time I, I, it seems like every single time I would decide, well, I'm just going to do this myself. I'll find a way to screw it up. If it was that ceiling, I, when I was done with it, there'd be a hole going up to the next level. There'd be something, <laughs> there'd be more problems than solutions. I just have a way of breaking stuff. Well, I, <clears throat> I've learned that too, Link. Yeah, that's like when I do remodeling work, I don't do any plumbing work. I tear more up in 15 minutes. That's right. So <clears throat> then a plumber can fix in two days. Know your limits. So that's right. So I'm. So we talked Rachel out of it. Yep. Which is the best thing I feel like we could have done. Well, I got another email from Thomas K. Okay. And he won't, he asked us both this. He said, <clears throat> what did you both want to be when you grew up when you were kids? Yeah, Dad, I don't know this about you. What did you want to be when you grew up when you were a kid? You ought to know. Oh, you think I can guess it? I, yeah, I would think so. I don't know. Well, you said I ought to know this. Why would I ought to know this? Because a podcast host? I did it. Oh, because you did, did it. Yeah. Farming. because yeah, I did it. That's right. So you you wanted to be a farmer from as young as you can remember? Yeah, I mean, from the time I was five years old, growing up on the farm and driving a tractor and uh, planting stuff and watching it grow and doing stuff, that's what I wanted to do. That's cool. I love the smell of fresh dirt turned over in the field. I mean, I, it just... yeah. There, there's some sort of, I mean, if if you got that farmer bug, you know, that's your passion. And I, I get it. So I think it's cool that you actually followed through with it and you did it. And you actually, as you were telling me many episodes ago, you really did enjoy it. Oh, yeah. So you never wanted to be a podcast host? No. You know, of course, back then, <laughs> they won't know such a thing as a podcast host. Back in the 60s and the 70s. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You know what, what I wanted to be when I was a kid? It's, it it kind of makes sense. Do you have any guesses? Something on a, a TV show putting Legos together. No, I did like Legos. And it does involve TV. But I wouldn't necessarily call it entertainment. But you wanted to be a weatherman. That's right. So you, I, did, did you did you just guess it or did you remember I told you that? I before? think I remember you told. I think you told me that one time <laughs> when you were going off to school that, <clears throat> or something. When you I were thought about it, thinking of it, because like from a young age, it's like 
I had a I had a parasocial relationship with Bob DeBartelaben. You remember Bob DeBartelaben? Yeah. The WRAL, he was a bald-headed, affable guy. Oh yeah. He was he was just an I was like, I feel like this guy could be my granddad. I like this guy. And I watched him every night. And he told me what the he told me what the elements were gonna be. And he did it in a way that made me feel comfortable with whatever was gonna happen. He was a local celebrity. He could he could throw That's in right. a nice cheeky grin or make a make a joke occasionally, as far as I can remember. He seemed happy. And he was totally himself on camera. And you see how all this kind of makes sense now. It's like that those things really resonated with me. It's like this guy, he really cares about the weather and he really cares about me wearing the right stuff. To be ready for it. It's simple, it's clean. It's nice entertainment where nobody gets hurt. I love it. Now it's time for Grand Kid of the Week. I'm, I'm going to be talking about your oldest and only daughter, Lily. Oh, mm-hmm. I got to thinking about Lily and different things, and, you know, she she's always been a, a good kid growing up and, and not having a whole lot to say until she started to get older. Mm-hmm. And then I got to thinking, and uh, when we went to Hawaii, and the first night, the first night, we were sitting down at that nice table to eat supper and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> and we were all having just a wonderful time and everything. And then Lily pipes up and says, okay, y'all, <clears throat> I'm on vacation. I'm on my vacation. And I'm going to do what I want to, and that's just the way it was going to be. And, it, hey, <laughs> it, was like, it was like everything else. When, when she said that and, and it went through my mind, I didn't even miss a lick. I said, well, Lily, you're going to do that anyway, so what, what's the difference? <laughs> going to, just going, that's what you do all the time anyway now, so... <laughs> That's right, and she did. I thought she did. And she, yeah, sometimes we'd see her, and sometimes we we didn't know where she was at and what she, she was doing. A good amount of so, time, where she was she was game for what we had going on. It was nice to say, "Oh, she must she's here of her own accord. Her vacation plans are intersecting with the rest of the family. Isn't that nice?" But you didn't want to say too much because then that might. That might run her off. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah, she uh, she knows what she wants out of life. She knows what she wants out of vacation. I got to give her that. She's learned how to beat her on. You know, y'all. I think y'all have done pretty well with her. She's learned how to be a independent person, but uh, and let you know how she stands about stuff. So y'all done a good job with her, and she and she's doing a good job, but. That was kind of funny that <clears throat> she she just pronounced it at the table that she was going to do right. what she wanted to. Right. She was on vacation. <laughs> right. I said, okay. Yeah. Uh, it was not news to any of us. You're exactly right. <laughs> but thank you for saying that. Uh, you know what? She, we're very proud of her. And uh, we enjoy when her life intersects with ours. Link, I- I'm going to go get Nancy. I won't let you talk to her a minute. All right.
It's time for another edition of Nancy is he behaving? Hey Nancy, dad just said all of a sudden, I need to go get Nancy. I didn't know if he was in trouble or if I'm in trouble, but I hope you got some dirt on him. Is he behaving? He's done real good. Our garden that he planted turnip greens in has done real well. In fact, he picked two five-gallon buckets and we put up 10 packs of green uh, turnip greens last week. Well, I know turnips is your love language. He was telling me that. If if you, if he wants to get you excited, he's going he's gonna to pick you a mess of turnip greens. It seems like it's working. It is. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's the thing that makes you happiest is turnips. <laughs> and your big your big sale is coming up, right? It is. Uh, St. Patty's Day, March the 11th. There'll be a parade before. And then oh. um, I don't know where my booth is at yet, but um, Charles is going to be down there helping me. And so some of his fans can come by and get a smile and a picture. Well, hold on. This is not, this is about jewelry. You're selling yeah. jewelry. That's right. right. So if they come by, he can help me sell some of my jewelry. Okay. Is I hear jewelry. Are you are you is there some jewelry rattling down there? It is. Let me see it. I have a piece on this turquoise and oh. real culture pearls. And then I have a bunch of bracelets on oh. that I made. And you're selling all these. Yes. So they're um let me hear the sales pitch. <laughs> They're glass pearls and they're turquoise. And then I have a lot of um, animal print. Oh, animal print. And and jasmine and other kind of stones. So, but you but you got to really turn up the salesmanship here. Like this could be like a this could be a training ground. Dad said he's going to help you sell them, but the thing that I can help you with is with your salesman charisma. You got to have okay. a story to tell. Okay. Let me hear it. Oh, no. I want to hear no, it. He wants to. Oh, I thought she was going to help me out. <laughs> yeah, it's like something like, well, the, this these are, these are handmade with love, and I pour my heart and soul into these, and for... Just three easy payments of fifty dollars. <laughs> you can you can have it on your wrist. And um, this animal print one, no animals were harmed in the in the printing of this jewelry. That is correct. But it could help take you to, and then you you it will transport you to. I don't know what animals they are. So whatever animal it is, you can talk about how. If you every time you wear this, it will transport you to, I don't know, the Serengeti or. It's got pretty colors in it, like the Lion King. Oh, well, Link, I can tell you, she puts a lot of love because when I go to bed at night, about nine o'clock or something, she's up to about one or two o'clock in the morning making jewelry. I mean, she puts a lot of time and effort, and she and she loves making this stuff. So. Y'all need it. to come on out on March the 11th and buy some of this jewelry from Nancy because uh, the name of the company she uses is called Precious Petals. Precious Petals, I remember. I remember. He did a whole ad for you. It's March the 11th. It's on a Saturday okay. from uh, 
8 o'clock in the morning until 4 o'clock in the afternoon, right downtown North Myrtle Beach. And y'all just come on out. She won't be the only vendor there, but she'll be the best-looking vendor down there. I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> and boy, does she and have I'll a story to tell. You'll be there, too? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be there, too. So uh, if you watch the podcast and want to come and uh, buy some jewelry and meet me, too, just come on down. We'll be doing both things that day. Hold up another uh, animal print one, Nancy. And and sell me on that. So you you sold me on the Lion King. Give me a give me another sales pitch, and just you can make it up. It's all you know. They're not gonna know if you're lying. This one here is very beautiful. Um, it has um, a lot of um, black uh, glass pearls. It has gold beads in it on it, and it has a real pretty clasp. And all this is um, gold-plated. Yeah, but what's that dangling down there at the bottom? The big feature. What is that? That That's the head of a, a lion. That's not a lion. That's a leopard. That's a, a leopard. leopard. If you're going to lie sorry. about something, you can't be lying about <laughs> it. You can't make a, li- a leopard a lion. <laughs> <laughs> but you could say, now this leopard is is uh, f- fashioned after the likeness of one of the most famous leopards in all of Africa. This leopard um, saved many children from being attacked by hyenas, and her name was, and you just make up a name. Delilah. Delilah? Uh-huh. That's right, see? Delilah the leopard, the nice leopard. <laughs> Wear it around your neck. How 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 much is that going to set you back? $150? No, that'll be $25. $25 and it's got a freaking leopard head on it, y'all. <laughs> Man, and did you did you pound this uh leopard head out of raw material yourself like a blacksmith? No, I didn't. Wrong I answer. I can't tell a lie. You you got to learn to tell lies. You say, I stayed up till three o'clock in the morning pounding this face of this leopard out (laughs) of just raw bronze. Right? That's that's not correct. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't gonna get her in trouble. (laughs) I think I could pull off one of those a jaguar medallion. That's what I need. Well, good luck. I'm sure that people are gonna come out in droves, and you are gonna get uh uh, Myrtle Beast coming out of the woodwork to to buy your your uh, your jewelry, which will be awesome. That's right. Hey, I, 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 we kind of running over, but I, you sure you ain't got one other question to ask Nancy about uh, about my hair? Oh yeah, Dad said that you were giving him feedback on his haircut, and I'm saying it should be a mullet. What do you think about that? It wouldn't be bad. <laughs> Seriously. You're on board with this? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think it's time for him to have a change of hair style. <laughs> Only in the front, though. The back's got to keep growing. Why is that? Because that's what makes a mullet. <laughs> Don't you know what a mullet is? 
Yes, I do. Come on, let's give him a mullet. <laughs> but it's pretty long. Let's, but I, it's pretty long already. Yeah, 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 yeah. Keep that going. And then just make all this uh, the business in the front. Just make it shorter. Dad, that's two votes. You know, two most important people in your lives right here. To uh, giving you approval truth, huh? for a mullet. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> and, you know, then if I go up and ask Nana if it'll be all right, and I'll get three. I, I reckon I'll just have to do it. I'll have to go get a mullet. Ain't no way, Nana. All right, fine. I don't think you need to ask Nana, but yeah, I just think you need to get a mullet. <laughs> and then asked her. Said, do you like this, Nana? And don't even ask her. <laughs> don't even ask her. <laughs> you can pull it off. Go for it. Well, I'm going to tell you, we, we've we been having a, a lot of fun today, and Nancy's come on and... Uh, Brightened both of our days. It was fun being with you here today, son, and we we done a lot of uh, advertising and trying to help yeah, Nancy and see, may, may uh, help our podcast and our show on YouTube. So, you know, come on back next Tuesday for the podcast and next Thursday uh, for uh, another thing on uh, video. Video. So mm-hmm. y'all just uh, come on back and if you got a joke, a question, a comment, You'd like to share with me, just email me at ratherbeshagging53 at aol.com. So y'all have a great weekend. We can't wait to spin and whirl you again next week. So just come on. Let's have a big time and see what else we can get into and just keep sending these emails so if we can help you out with different projects and stuff. So it, it was good being with you this week. So... I'll talk to you next week, Link. I'll talk to you too. Nancy, thanks for dropping in. It's always good to have you on a dispatch. All right. Love y'all. Okay. Love Love you too. Bye.